Hey! Lucas is ready to go! You're damn right I am. Um, I know you usually make the call so you don't often get the camera flash of Google Hangouts going to video by default. I look uh -huh. like a maniac right now, and I hope that doesn't come across in this episode. Maybe it will. Oof. That that crackhead energy. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, you always have such crackhead energy. Oh my god. I yeah, I, I I'm generally skinny and fairly energetic. Yeah. Big time crackhead energy over here. <laughs> and you always just do things that are so lay random. Like rip out my own teeth without antiseptic? Anesthetic. There we go. Anesthetic or antiseptic. I don't need Both either. Both of those could apply. <laughs> I mean, if you're ripping out your own teeth, you might need antiseptic, but also, yeah, anesthetic, in theory, to avoid the fact that you're ripping out your own teeth. But antiseptic to avoid uh, the gaping wound left in your jaw from becoming infected. Let me tell you, if I don't have time to shoot in some Novocaine into my gums, I definitely don't have time to brush under my fingernails before I'm ripping teeth out. Or just disinfect the wound afterwards. Yep. <laughs> Pouring a little I'm sorry. hydrogen peroxide. What's happening? Andrew, we're talking about how Lucas has, like, major crackhead energy. I don't know which one of you I want to kill. <laughs> Andrew, you're talking like a crackhead. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll fucking turn off this recording. <laughs> Have you guys seen the video of, like, uh, girls at a slumber party or something? And it's, like, two guys, and one of them, like, jumps onto a couch or something, and then it turns to, like, their, like, 50-year-old dad, <laughs> and he has, like, a bit of an accent, but he's doing, like, an impression, and he's like, oh my god, Jessica, you're such a crackhead. <laughs> like, really? Like, they clearly told him, like, say this, and he was like, okay? Like, now say it like a teenage girl. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> I should send that to you, but... Oh, fuck. That's where all this is coming from. This is off to a terrific start. Good. <laughs> and what has started is episode 117 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. On the podcast today, we have a man that is a walking Silmarillion, Ryan Holtz. Not so much anymore. I thought that uh, the fucking... Uh, God damn it. Uh, no, I see, I've, I've already forgotten it again. The Mines of Moria was in the Two Towers. <laughs> Revoke my super fan card. <laughs> I'm sending the police to your apartment right now, Ryan. Give yourself up willingly and no one will get hurt. I'm already injured. <laughs> my pride. You're never allowed to watch the Tolkien versus Martin epic rap battle video again. The greatest punishment <laughs> that can be handed down from the high court. Actually, wouldn't a better punishment be that he has to watch the Lord of the Rings movies over and over again for like the next six How weeks? How is that a punishment? Yeah, that sounds great. Do I get well? Yeah, but then do I get to but work? You still like you run <laughs> you run the risk of of being bored after like the fifth viewing. 
I don't think I would. I don't. You're not allowed. Well, you're not allowed to sleep or eat or go to the bathroom during it. Well, that sounds like you're just killing. Me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like it's just it's just a nine hour loop over and over and over. Yeah. Again. Well, that's like Dark Knight Rises when they choose uh, death by exile. <laughs> like it's like well, <laughs> yeah. If you deny me food, water, and sleep for five weeks, I will die. So I guess yeah. In a way, that's a more severe punishment. But, I mean, assuming, like, my job is cool with it, yeah. like, I'd do it. <laughs> be a crazy story. <laughs> also on the podcast today, we have a man who knows Hamlet better than Bowlby from Jimmy Neutron, Andrew Clark. Bowlby was <laughs> reciting a uh, different work of Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, that, that was Shakespeare's Macbeth. My bad. I apologize. This is how well you know it. There you go. This is that well? Clap, clap, clap. Slap, slap, slap. <laughs> Yo, if you think about it, Shakespeare is one of the most renowned English writers of all time. And he wrote like five good works and then like 31 awful <laughs> works. Just, just fucking terrible. No writing. one says that. <laughs> This is your personal opinion. No historian is like, it, it, it Shakespeare is my personal opinion. fucking, Shakespeare missed, like, a lot, bro. Like, ever, you ever thought about how, like, he wrote, like, 30 just fucking garbage fires of, of plays? Shakespeare landed six straight right in the bullseye, and then the next 30 were on the opposite end of the bar. I don't. He killed a man <laughs> with darts. He missed that hard. That's how bad his stories missed. I, <laughs> the, the Taming of the Shrew is, like, considered one of his quote-unquote good plays. It's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Is it... I mean, is this an actually bad situation, or maybe just didn't stand the test of time? Is this a West Wing situation? Well, okay, it, it definitely doesn't stand the test of time, because it's about, like, a high-strung woman... Who is the bad guy in the movie, or not the movie, in the Mm. play, because she's high strung and has her own opinions. And the book ends with her, like, learning to be a docile woman and how that's better for her. And then, like, life is really good for her because she learned to submit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you can, like, critique the narrative structure based on That one doesn't stand the test of time. It's also just not interesting. (laughs) Like. Like, forgetting all the, like, mm, problematic stuff in yeah. The King of the Shrew. Hey. It's just not a good story. Hey, you guys, I read a few Shakespeare plays. I think this guy's a little problematic. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I oh, my God. I, Shakespeare has such crackhead energy. That's not... That's not even close to <laughs> the way you're using it. You're using it wrong. You guys, Mercutio is a total king. Mercutio's on that king shit. <laughs> Good God. Andrew, do you think Shakespeare would kill himself if he heard that sentence? I, ooh. I hope so. Mercutio's on that king shit and you're using like an emoji so he sees like what's happened to language and just literally like hangs himself from the rafters of some fucking church or something i disagree i think he sees shakespeare's wife would definitely do that wait anne hathaway (laughs) oh my god that's real i 
forgot. No, I just <laughs> forgot her name was Anne Hathaway. That's, that's that's all real. No, I think I think Shakespeare would see that, think to himself, "Oh shit, words can mean anything now. I'm a roll with this," and then put out another six bangers. Just double his his good bangers. Uh, double his output. Dude, I got twice as many bangers. Yeah. Shakespeare starts making TikToks instead and like just oh like God. POV. Yeah, POV. <laughs> you, you you think you've caught your wife cheating on you, but it turns out it was a plot to end your career. <laughs> what you do? POV, you uh enter you wake up from a tomb and your your lover has killed himself on your on your tomb and you what you you kill yourself again? I will pay someone money to make a Shakespeare fan cam. No. POV, you think, or you find out that your mom cheated on your dad and had him killed, so you think that you killed her through the uh, curtains, but it turns out it was your girlfriend's dad. Yeah. You so fucking precious. <laughs> it's just like different pictures of Shakespeare, like flipping through. <laughs> Oh my god. But some of them are like, you know, like edited, like he's got AirPods and like fucking, like a snapback and shit. <laughs> Shakespeare's on that drip, dude. You know. Shakespeare's all about that drip. Shakespeare had that fucking neck frill. Oh Ooh. my fucking god. He's dude. fucking iced out. Straight trend setter. He made that Don't the you thing. Even come at him. He coined the neck fluff. I don't know enough about Shakespeare to say that's wrong. He very well might have. That might have been, like, just Shakespeare's thing, and then other people thought it was cool and adopted it. How do you think that Shakespeare would feel once he discovered A-A-V-E? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, well, this might tie back into, hey, guys, I think Shakespeare was a little problematic, <laughs> but uh, I can't imagine he'd take it well. Considering he was considered, like, progressive for, like, writing a character named Othello who was of mixed race, but was, like, a bad guy because he was mixed race. (laughs) He had, like, certain things about him that he couldn't control because he was mixed race. No, he wasn't a bad guy. He was just easily manipulated. Oh, (laughs) Oh, now I see it. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I think I see it. I would like you to say what you just said, exactly how you said it. <laughs> also, I'm Luke's writer. We missed the opportunity for me to show off my expertise or something. Have to get that in there next week. Um, And this podcast also has a man with talents so numerous that he cannot get them done in the intro, and they have to be spread out. Over a several month loan period. Lucas DeRider, hey. host of the podcast. How you doing? I, I'm doing well. Got a healthy buzz going on. Feeling good about that. And I think we'll need it because not, not a lot in the dock. Going to have to find stuff to go on tangents about. I think we did that. What's the, oh. what's the uh, APR on your uh, month long intro loan? Like what? How much interest is added onto your intro every week that we delay it? So like four percent? Uh, actually, not that bad. Six point five percent. Like uh, two and a half. Holy shit! Yeah, that is yeah. That's some solid. 
fucking yeah. yield right there. Very humble APR. Dude, I'm going to take yeah, another college it, loan out on that for that system. <laughs> yeah. Can I, Based can I take on out Lucas's, a loan to pay off uh, my college clout. loans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's literally what uh, the fucking company that's sponsoring the LA Stadium does. What? The, 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 the fucking $3 billion LA Rams, LA Chargers Stadium, yeah. SoFi. I, that's that's I get, literally I, what that company does. Yeah. I, I take get out a like, loan to pay your loan. Mm, I get three fucking letters from LoFi like every oh. week. SoFi. It's like, dude. No, or SoFi. LoFi is lo the study, girl. <laughs> SoFi. SoFi. Dude, I hit up that study Pizza chick. Chill. <laughs> yeah. She like no. loans to study and chill to. <laughs> SoFi hip hop beats. Loans to study and chill to. She's straight up like, oh no, dude. Like, yeah, no, we'll help you out. Like, you've got three loans. We'll consolidate those. Like. Into a, into a lower monthly yield, like we really believe in you. We think you can you can get this money back to us, and don't you worry. Like we got your back. You're we're a true a true fucking partner in the, all this. It's it's the anime girl, but instead of like studying with her headphones on, she's just flipping through like bills and paperwork, <laughs> freaking out and sweating. Oh wait, I I thought the girl was the loan officer. Ooh. In this scenario, oh. I thought you went to the lo-fi beats to study slash relax to girl. Oh God, and she <laughs> would refinance your student loan. Is this? Oh no, that that would that seemed like that would be chill. <laughs> I assume, I assume this in real life would be very like trying to convince me that it's chill, but. Like three weeks in, I realized that this was a very bad. Decision. Is this the fucking narrative art of the Lo-Fi Beats anime girl? She all this time she was studying to be a loan officer. Yeah, oh. or a loan shark, basically. Oh. Yeah, no, she works for the fucking mob of whatever yeah. cities in the background. A thin facade of like an umbrella corporation that's actually like just run by organized crime, and yeah, she's, she's being put through college by the mob yeah. so that she can be a mob lawyer. It's like Fargo season two <laughs> when he he graduates from breaking kneecaps to just being a normal like financial like officer. <laughs> yeah, that was. That that was one of the funniest and saddest moments in TV for me yep. when the dude who spent the entire season trying to, like, get on the good side of the mob because he, you know, wanted to, like, be a heavy hitter and shit. And they're like, yeah, you did a really great job. Here's your desk. Yeah. And here's a <laughs> He's bunch like, of well, no, I want to go out and, like, beat people up and kill people and shit. And like, oh, no. We, we have grunts for that. <laughs> yeah. You're and, smart. You well, sit at the desk. And there's, like, no money in that anymore. Like, the, 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 the theme of he was one of the last cowboys and he kind of took out all the other last cowboys. Oh. Like, he, he, yeah. the, the, the family he was fighting against was much more aligned with the way he liked to do business. And if he would have joined forces with them instead, he might have been able to preserve his way of life. But instead, he kind of accidentally eliminated his way of life. Yeah, he he wasn't in it for the money. He yeah. was in it because that's what he was good at, and he removed the need because because he he eliminated the entire reason for his existence. Yeah, because he was so good at what he did. It'd be like if Red Dead Redemption Two, one of like the like Arthur or something, just started working with the feds, <laughs> like, yeah. and you know was brutal about it and killed them, but then by eliminating all the gangs by like killing them uh eliminated the need for himself basically Oof, I... it's uh it's, it's a fun it's a fun twist that's for sure if there isn't already we are definitely going to get a basically pinkerton game before too long oh boy i mean 
Uh, Ryan, I know you didn't really play through all of Red Dead Redemption 1, but that is the plot of <laughs> yeah, Red Dead no, Redemption 1. <laughs> yeah, it's John Marston, yeah. former cowboy, who, like, you know, appreciates the outlaw lifestyle, hunting down yeah. his former gang members for the government and hating it the whole time. <laughs> that is exactly what that is. No, I watched, I watched like, half of the uh, Red Dead Redemption 1, the movie, the game, or whatever, yeah. like, on YouTube. Uh, and got really bored and wanted to kill myself halfway through, so I <laughs> stopped watching. It was on a plane to Europe. It was a 14-hour oh. flight. I watched, like, three hours of the video and went, like, what the fuck am oh, I doing? Oh, man. I have nothing it's, better to do, and I hate this. It's almost like video games weren't meant to be watched. <laughs> I have done that with other games, and it's great. Like, Ooh, okay. If, if the game is legitimately, like, a really good narrative, like, it's, it's great. La- Last of Us is a really good... Uh, game the movie or whatever like i i legitimately recommend watching that if you've never played it and don't really have access to the game you can watch that and still get a good experience also i just put this together the other day and didn't mention it ryan you can play the last of us part two as soon as you get a playstation 5 no no it's it's the well i mean you can you'll have to buy it last of us remastered is going to be free Last of Us Part 2 is not. Last of Us Remastered is going to be free if you have Last of Us, or it's going to be free in general? It's it's going to be free if you have PlayStation Plus, okay. you know, oh. online. Yeah, I'll wait yeah. then. Fuck it. All right. I've made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Last of Us Remastered is. I know. Yeah. La- Last of Us Part 2, you'll still have to pay mm-hmm. for it. Oh, Last of Us 1 Remastered is free. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm going to have to get two. Right. Yeah. I've played Last of Us 1, Luke. Twice. No, what? Once but, for this podcast. I, I, I said. I played through The Last of Us seven what times. What the fuck is happening? I, I think that there was a miscommunication somewhere. I, you, I, I think so. Ryan, too. you what will be happening? able to play The Last of Us Part 2 once you get a PlayStation 5 because that plays PlayStation uh, 4 games. Lu- Lucas, you meant that he can go out and buy it and play that game on PlayStation 5. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now we got it. <laughs> it was Andrew. He plotted. It was me all along. He... I was the imposter. Hey. I don't. Be- I'm the one that doesn't belong on the entertainment <laughs> podcast. Hey guys, I went back and listened to like 116 episodes of this podcast. Andrew Clark, kind of problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew seems kind of sus. <laughs> I'm just. I like. I didn't. I don't know. I don't want to like cancel him or anything. But like. I don't know. I think we can acknowledge some of his faults yeah. and like hope that he grows from them. Mm-hmm. You know, as a very sober man, I can <laughs> tell you to go fuck yourself. That sentence has never been said before in human history. <laughs> as a very sober man, I can I can say definitively that uh, you can uh, go fuck a camel. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, speaking of sobering thoughts, news of the week. (laughs) Fucking nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Flawless. Uh, Fucking perfect. Um, you can no longer buy PS3, PSP, and PS Vita games remotely. You have to sign into the store on a device in question to buy them, signaling the death of this former Titan and these two kind of weird side things. Wait, what do you... <laughs> wait, <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, wait, what? Now I'm confused. So, so does this mean that if you log into your PlayStation 3, buy a game, 
and then log into your PlayStation 5, it will still be there? No, I'm saying you can't go to the PlayStation Store on, like, your laptop or something, buy a game, plan for it to start downloading remotely on your PlayStation 3 or Vita or whatever. Now you have to sign in on... You you can only buy games for the console on the console. Nobody did that. I was going to say, no one does this. No one fucking logged into their laptop to buy a game for their PlayStation? What? All right. Also... Your PlayStation isn't, like, always... I mean, mine isn't. My PlayStation 3 is not always on. Like, it wouldn't remotely start downloading and shit. Okay. I don't know. Fair. That's I mean, maybe it's signaling the beginning of the end or something, but I didn't even know I didn't know even know you thing. could do yeah. that. I didn't know this was an option ever. You guys... I, I thought that you were saying, like, maybe the store is shutting down, and yeah, you couldn't buy anything on PS3 anymore, but... You can still you can still buy things on PS3. You can't buy things for PS3 on anything other than a PS3. Which yeah, I didn't even know wasn't an option ever. You guys never so. like bought a game back when we went to jobs. You guys never like bought a game while you were at work, had it downloading in your uh, fucking idle mode console, and then when you got back home, it was like loaded in, ready to play. Literally never. Huh. I don't know. Fair. You did that for PS3? At PS4 once or twice. Yeah, I feel like you're thinking PS4. Yeah. Like, I don't even... I don't know. Like, All right. I don't know if PS3 has an idle mode. I think it's just on or off, right? I thought it did. I might be wrong. I think it I think it I, does have an idle mode. I, I think it has a rest PS3, mode. I used my PS3, like, today. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, you guys. I think you've been on the PS4 for too long. And they're starting to blend together. But... Oh, interesting. I didn't. I don't even know if that's a thing for Steam. Like, and in theory, that would be the easiest one to do it for, right? Hmm. So, there. We're fine. We're good. It's fine. Mm. Something that's also fine: the PlayStation Five UI. Didn't Andrew? Didn't you say you thought it was just the same? I did not say that. Oh. All right. Never mind. I mean, it, it it didn't look, I don't know, like, I'm not a big UI guy, <laughs> like, UI I didn't guy. really care, it, lo- it looked fine, like, it, it it looked, you know, like it will work well, but, like, I don't, I've seen a lot of people that have gone online and be like, oh my god, PlayStation 5 UI, or, or the Xbox UI looks so cool, like, lots of good features, like, I don't care. I, mm. Like, I mean, as long as it works, uh, I mean, Xbox has the, like, live resume, so you can just, like, pull up a game you were playing and start from where you were before. Can you, can you do that on PlayStation? I know that they they have, like, cards, and, like, you can pull up different levels of games and shit, which is cool, I guess. I just, I really don't care all that much about UI. I mean, like, you, you guys caught me using fucking... A Windows 8 <laughs> tile mode freshman year of college. I was using Microsoft Excel. Like, or, or not Excel, uh, Internet Explorer. Like, yeah, you no, I, I never used Edge. Fuck off. Uh, I was using Internet Explorer. Edge is Explorer. so much better than Internet Explorer. No, I was using Internet Explorer, and I'm proud. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I don't give a shit. Like, 
And, and if there's people there that do, I hope that they have positive opinions about it. And I hope that when I log into the PlayStation 5 for the first time, you know, six weeks after the PlayStation uh, comes out because Amazon took that long to deliver it, um, I hope it works well. And I hope I'm happy with it. And I hope it causes zero headaches. I just really don't care. One, I feel like this is this was a good example, though, of why maybe you should, like you saying that we had to, like, catch you in the act of using Windows 8 tile mode Internet Explorer because that was objectively worse and you just didn't know what you were missing out on. Like, you're saying you don't care and here's an example of how you don't care, but that's also an example of how you should care <laughs> and you have chosen no, 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 not no. to. It, no, I, I'm saying that like I'm sure people do care out there. Uh, I, I'm sure that this matters to them and it matters for their gameplay experience, so I hope that everything goes well. Huh? But it, it, they could have loaded up the PlayStation 2 UI onto the PlayStation 5, and I probably would have been like, hey, cool. <laughs> that would have been dope, actually. But exactly, that's bad, Andrew. <laughs> that's you being, like, purposefully. Dumb? Yes. Oh, I mean, no, no, no. I was not purposefully. Say not purposefully. <laughs> yes, purposefully. I just, I'm just dumb. <laughs> you, you, you are acknowledging that you're dumb, so that means purposefully. Yeah, I'm acknowledging it. So purposefully, oh. you can't pretend to be dumb while also saying i'm dumb that's not how that works what that means you know you're dumb <laughs> yeah i do know i'm what? so that's purposefully that's what purposefully means oh god i'm drunk on a sunday night <laughs> for you what do you want from me one one fe- i want more from you andrew i want more <laughs> One feature, Andrew, that I think you will care about uh, in the PlayStation 5's UI is that you will now be able to pull up average completion time for a quest in a video game before you start it, before you go down that rabbit hole. Oh, cool. I can feel bad about myself when it takes me 20 minutes to finish a level that it takes people 8 minutes on average to finish. Or you can realize that the ending to Death Stranding is three hours longer than you expected so you can just not go down that rabbit hole on... that's, a, that's a borderline spoiler wow what <laughs> you care about death stranding spoilers now no i mean like if i'm playing a game a game and i think that i'm almost done and it's like you'll be done in six hours i'll know that i'm not almost done I... wow okay Wow, I saw that feature. I thought, wow, this is a cool thing that's going to keep me from staying up till 1.30 a.m. on a work night. And you're like, nope, spoilers, not into it. Okay, fine. Glass half empty. Oh, God. Do you have anything in TV or film? Oof. Fair. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people are being weird about Billie Eilish. Yeah. If there's one constant about the internet, it's that people are upset for, in in multiple different ways, about the body of a woman who's famous. And 18. Oh yeah, I forgot she's 18. Mm. This isn't the first time, though, and I feel like we've talked about this even on this podcast before. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a recurring theme. Apparently. <laughs> Time for the, our favorite honor- segment. People are creepy about Billy Eilish. The honorary fourth member of the podcast, recurring member, misogyny. <laughs> 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 uh, a character that needs no introduction. 
has ruled the world for the last 20,000 years. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, misogyny. <laughs> hey, you should smile oh, more. No. Oh, no. Andrew has chosen the dark path. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. That was misogyny. Oh, Andrew, you've got too many alter egos to keep track of. <laughs> We need to sit. We need to have an Andrew, Andy, Drew, and Misogyny <laughs> podcast. Just call me James McAvoy because I got a whole bunch of personalities. Uh, hey, that actor has multiple personality disorder. Oh boy, it's totally not his character that he plays. Just look up James McAvoy. Name. What? I don't know the character's name. Split. Oh, uh, Jonathan Split, I John, believe, is his name. John, John Split. <laughs> John Split. Not John Smith. John Split. Oh boy, that. Hmm. Mm, that that was that was a movie that vilified a real world mental. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So. I don't think we're going to have any listeners that are affected by this, but I will say that uh, dissociative identity disorder and multiple personality disorder is of contentious debate in the psychological community as to whether or not it's real, basically. Well, I know multiple personality... Multiple. Um, it's not the same as like doing a movie about depression. Okay. And talking about how like weird it is. Like it's, it is a incredibly rare thing that is definitely faked a lot uh, as like a criminal defense that is uh, not actually uh, real in a lot of those cases and may be real in some cases, but has not really been proven beyond a reasonable doubt, and I believe has gone in and out of the DSM, like, at least three times. Okay. So, it's definitely like, we don't really know. Like, All right. People are claiming to have it, so we might include it, but at the end of the day, it's definitely something that has been portrayed in media more often than it has actually been reported. So That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, fun tangents about (laughs) nerdy psychology shit. Yeah, mental illness. Andrew, what's going on with Ian (laughs) Rappaport? Rappaport. Ian Rappaport. You added an extra puh. He added a a puh. Parappa the Rappaport. Parappaport. Parappa the Rappaport. There you go. Uh, so I don't know why I capitalized May twice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, so Ian Rappaport may or may not have been suspended by the NFL network for exposing the Titans breaking COVID rules and practicing, even though that there was a full blown outbreak on the team because, uh, he got a picture from somebody, uh, who like went somewhere where they could see the Titans practice field and saw that the players did a quote-unquote, like, impromptu player-led practice, which was definitely not allowed. Like, there were tons of players and coaching staff members that had tested positive. It was a basically the, the closest thing to, like, an actual outbreak on an NFL team we've seen so far this season. Mm-hmm. And 
the player said, fuck that, we're not going to quarantine, we're going to practice on our own. And there was, you know, obviously some suspicion that coaches may have suggested that they do so. There's no evidence to any of that. However, there were players that went to the facility even though it was closed and practiced even though that they weren't supposed to. And Ian Rappaport posted a picture of that and said, like, basically, oh, shit, y'all see in this, Ian Rappaport being the insider for the NFL Network. Um, he's basically the Adam Schefter of the NFL Network or the the Woj of NFL Network. Um, and shortly after that, he took the picture down and posted a statement saying that he had been suspended for two weeks by the NFL Network for posting a picture that was uh, not allowed to be posted and no one's really heard from him since. Uh, that was like a little over a week ago, I think, so he should be back soon. But yeah, I kind of get the impression from that that the NFL was like, we don't want people seeing this because they want to have a bunch of tough regulations in place and they don't want to enforce them. They don't want to have to punish the Titans for breaking the rules. They just want to have the rules and hope that nobody breaks them. And Ian Rappaport going on Twitter and saying, y'all fucking seeing this shit, kind of took that away from them. I don't think anyone on the Titans has been punished for this. And I don't think the NFL plans on doing so, which is why they had uh, Ian Rappaport take that down. But yeah, like that's super shitty, right? Yeah, um, I did dig into this a little bit and... In a very bootlickery article, it kind of seemed like people were saying that he was suspended because he posted an ad for Manscaped on his personal Twitter account. Really? Yeah, but that's also... That that also doesn't seem legit to me. People are also yeah. speculating about embargoes, and as a reporter, you really, really cannot break embargoes. So there was potential that like the NFL was preparing a press release and shit like that, and he might have been aware, and then still posted the picture anyway to kind of get the scoop out there. Because mm -hmm. I mean, especially in the NFL, there's a culture of you really need to be the guy breaking the news. Mm -hmm. So in theory, he might have uh, not only had the picture but gotten a tip off because he was affiliated particularly with the NFL, and there was a release being prepared to talk about it. And he uh, broke an embargo that was mm, saying, and like, so so you can talk about he, it after the statement comes out. Mm, so he, people are thinking that he posted it before the NFL had the chance to make a statement about it. Yeah, and kind of set things straight, and that's exactly. why he was suspended. That's, that's okay. That's, that's what people were speculating about, and as a because that's the only time that people have ever really been suspended in the past. Uh, like reporters is when they break embargoes, and because like reasonably so, like. <laughs> When you when you work in that game, you really really uh, need to respect embargoes because that's how you get so like are able to prepare for so Which, much of the news. You know, I, we get to an ethical territory with something like that, whether access should be favored over reporting. But yeah, I yes, that has happened. That's fair. So it's weird. I guess that's a little different. Um, than like Woj getting suspended for emailing, uh, what's his name? Josh Hawley. Oh yeah, that's how it was. Josh Hawley, uh, Senator who like basically was shitting on the NBA for like allowing players to post 
like put Black Lives Matter on their jerseys in the bubble. He's like, why can't we put support our troops or back the blue? And Woj just emailed him and said, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> Woj is so, kind of the best, though. Like, Yeah, no, well, well, Woj is definitely the best at what he does. And also, like, that confirms it for me. He's a cool dude. <laughs> Woj is like the LeBron of, like, uh, sports, sports news Twitter. Yeah, breaking sports news, like... The NFL has, you know, like the NFL as a sport, has, like, multiple people that all kind of compete for, like, the best. Like, there's Rappaport, there's Schefter, there's, like, a few other guys, and then, like... The NBA only has Woj. It's basically Woj. Like, there's other guys, but they all kind of get memed on, and Woj is kind of considered the fucking king to the point where he has, like, his own name in the offseason, the fucking Woj bombs that come in, (laughs) like... When, when there's breaking news, they call him a Woj bomb because <laughs> he's the guy breaking it 90% of the time. So, yeah, he, he definitely gets more leeway than pretty much anyone else. But that was pretty fucking great. Basically like LeBron when he said, STFU, you bum, or whatever. <laughs> Trump. <like. laughs> you, you can get away with a little bit more when you've built up a certain credibility. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, I believe that will take us to the meme corner. I fucking love the Twitter Pope for pick meme. Yeah, some good ones. Mm. And it's it's funny because like this was already like that specific photo of the Pope was already a meme of like him holding something in that photo, and they just kind of like took it to the next level mm-hmm. and had the. You know, the the grid with the top left one being some random shit. Yeah. It's fun. And then he's sometimes he catches people or like they, they do fun little twists on it. I enjoy it. It's nice. It's dumb. There was one Catholic lady taking offense to it out there, so that makes it all 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 the better. Good meme. Voluntary viewing social media alert. Ooh. We could we could put boxing gloves in the fourth screen. <laughs> <laughs> Zoomers can catch these hands. Pope Francis. We could. We could do it. We can do it. That is a really organic way to bring up the fact that voluntary viewing has an Instagram account now, posting some highlights on there. You want to tell them more about that, Andrew? I do. Oh. So, our Instagram, Voluntary Viewing, you can catch us at Voluntary Viewing, I think. <laughs> or is that just our username? I gotta get this straight, guys. <laughs> um, sure, just type in Voluntary Viewing. You you already know what it is. Mm. Uh, we post clips and highlights of the Voluntary Viewing podcast and the Quarantine cast. Uh, we get fun little photoshops going. We get... A minute long highlights that just entice you because you know you want more. So then you go to Spotify or uh, Apple, iTunes, or fucking uh, some other third thing, SoundCloud, (laughs) anywhere podcasts are sold. (laughs) And you listen to all of it and you give us lots and lots of money on Patreon. Yeah. How much money? Like so much money, like a like a whole fucking ten dollars. 
<gasps> Which gives oh us God. into what tier of the Patreon? The insult Andrew tier, which nobody yeah. has taken up yet. You can insult me, please. <laughs> please insult me. I need it. Oh, God, please tread on me. <laughs> <laughs> and no amount of mermaid magic or managerial promotion or some other third thing <laughs> can make us anything more than what we really are inside. Shit posters. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to see heads of something usually animals photoshopped onto something else because <laughs> that's what you'll see on the voluntary viewing instagram do you want to hear two grown men in their mid-20s talk about ligers for 59 seconds we got that that was a pretty good highlight i enjoyed it I was worried about recency bias. I mean, mm, no. Not so much. That's an all-time. That's an all-time easy. All-time low, low, low. We have 50 followers. Oh, fuck. Andrew, Andrew, you are killing it. It's all about the content and following people back. Put this shit on a resume. All about the content, baby. Content That's kings. Right. You, too, can have an Instagram for your podcast if you just follow people back that follow you even without checking out their content and making sure it's not problematic. Follow, guys. That's us. I told you guys when we accidentally did that with Twitter and figured out the secret Twitter algorithm, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, if you get, like, if all of us were to just go on, like, an hour-long follow spree on Instagram of, like, people that look like they might follow back, like... The, the out like some of these botter like bot accounts will just start following you mm. because they they think that you're like an account on the rise so yeah that might that might be happening with our twitter in the near future we could we could i mean uh, this was obviously like seven years ago i so. nope the code <laughs> well might have been up the there code's yet. still there that's very possible mm. it worked then it'll work now <laughs> Do you want to say you are one of the first 51 followers of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast? Hop on now while you still can. Your yeah. investment will pay off and you can sell in like six or seven years for like five clout. followers. No. Listen. I was saying you could sell for three clout. Like me when I say that I watched Gangnam Style when it only had 100,000 views. Did you guys see that really dumb Tim Tebow tweet? No. I don't think I did. He proposed changing likes on Twitter to respects and then followed that with something like, would you rather have 114 likes or 32 respects? Yeah. He said, what? "Would you?" here's the full tweet. Would you rather be respected or liked? Imagine if we didn't have like buttons, but instead we had respect buttons. Would you rather have 110 likes or 34 respects? Okay, well, in this universe, the like button is just re replaced with the respect button. So, would you rather have 114 
respects or 32 respects? And the answer should be 114 respects. I don't... What is that conversion? Do you think you put time into that? These replies. Number one is from Femme Shapiro. It says, I would rather my dick still get hard. Oh my god. (laughs) I'd rather have my wife come back. (laughs) I don't know. Let's play another game. Would you rather be a bad quarterback or a decent tight end? (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) You made the wrong decision. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, there was there was some roasting going on. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> such a weird tweet. <laughs> Tim Tebow's gonna have do some fucking econ shit with <laughs> likes versus respects. Yeah, no, uh, Tim Tebow. I I assume Tim Tebow is already like a weird self help expert, but like this is just putting him farther into the millionaire mindset Twitter account. <laughs> fucking You're in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Tim Tebow. But it's all like, you know, Bibles and like crucifixes. Yeah. Here in my garage, <laughs> I have a PT cruiser. <laughs> I got five PT cruisers in my PT cruiser account. Yeah. But you know what else I have in my garage? Bibles. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just a literal bookshelf full of Bibles. Just different editions. Most of them are the same edition. He just went to a bookstore and bought like 30 Bibles off the shelf. Have we as a culture decided if PT Cruisers are a good or bad car? Because they're fucking atrocious. They're so ugly. They're one of the worst cars ever made. Wow. Mass production. Dude, PT Cruisers are really bad. Yeah, they're okay. I, I don't know much about the performance. I don't know much about the I performance. Do. I cannot believe that they perform well, but they're they are not, they the ugliest car I've ever seen, and I've seen multiple smart cars. I remember Consumer Reports, and yeah, Smart Cars was another one that was very low, but PT Cruiser just was so bad in performance, reliability. Like, zero, they, they classified the 0 to 60 time as like dangerously slow. Like, for most freeway on-ramps, you wouldn't be up to speed in time if you floored it. Like, it is one of the worst production cars ever made. You know what? The hot take. My, oh, my grandfather drove a PT Cruiser. I'm a fan. Wow. Mm. You know who else drive PT Cruisers? Who? Ty Lopez. <laughs> Ty Lopez. Uh, apparently... Uh, militia members that try to kidnap members of the government. Uh, the FBI released a video that they confiscated from like the people they arrested in the plot to kidnap and murder the governor of Michigan plot. Uh, and people did some analysis of like the inside of the car because someone was wearing a GoPro in the back of the car when they were doing like quote unquote drills. Because you want to like, document your acts of treason, yeah. Yeah, basically. So, like, two dudes with ARs in the front seat drove up this car, you know, like, and they were training or whatever, and they hopped out, and some dude was blowing whistles, and they were shooting around, and someone, like, analyzed the dashboard and figured out they were doing all their live fire training drills in a fucking PT cruiser. That is... Which is the funniest thing I've ever seen. That is not a car to commit crimes in. It's It's the perfect nondescript car, yeah. 
It is absolutely pretty descript. It is descriptly just disgusting. It's the the wrong car to get groceries in. (laughs) It's an eyesore. Get a fucking Honda Civic or some shit if you want to, like, not catch anyone's eye. Good God. Do they make them anymore? They do not. they do, right? No. Yeah, they they stopped production in 2010. Like, they are, good God, just a a mistake. (laughs) Just just a fucking aberrant on human history. The reason for Chrysler's demise... (laughs) Chrysler's still around. I mean, they're owned by the Italians yeah, they now. They got bought but... out, and they yeah. they mean nothing. They're literally just a figurehead brand. So Chrysler and Dodge and Jeep and all that getting bought out by Fiat is the funniest thing to me. And I I don't know much about like corporate buyouts, but I read the language of how Fiat acquired Chrysler, and it sounds like an old timey Western railroad owner wager. <laughs> because basically what happened is you know chrysler and dodge they were doing real bad yeah. we're talking like the the very bottom of the recession like things are on the rise for some of the other auto industries chrysler's not doing well chrysler llc is fucking failing mm. so they go to fiat an italian car company known for making very tiny italian cars and they say make us a car Make us a fucking car that we can sell in America. And basically, if they sold well enough, if they sold under or over a certain number of models, then Fiat would acquire like 60% of Chrysler. And so they made the Dodge Dart and it sold like fucking gangbusters. And now Chrysler is just a dude that waits in the back of the conference room waiting for the Italians to finish their meeting. <laughs> Chrysler's a dude in the closet peeping through the blinds with a video camera watching an Italian a man beater. fucking his wife. <laughs> God damn it. I how do we keep coming back to cuckoldry? Because <laughs> it's really it's funny. It's topical. <laughs> it's really funny. Like, it, <laughs> I'm not yucking anyone's yum. Mm. You go be a cuck if you want to. It's objectively, like, funny to talk about. The whole concept is a joke. <laughs> like, it is. Like, or no, no, it's the punchline of a joke. Exactly. Okay. You can like, make a million jokes where the punchline is cuckoldry, and it's always going to be funny. <laughs> I think Any, oh. anyone who's into it, more power to you. Hey. I don't want to even come close to stopping you from practicing it. That being said, it is kind of just objectively funny. And I, I don't think I would ever make particular cuck jokes about someone <laughs> who identifies uh, in that group. But that being said... <laughs> Ryan, so supportive that if anybody needs assistance in playing out their cuckoldry fetish, hit him up. (laughs) I really don't think I'd be able to do that. (laughs) I've gazed inward upon myself. (laughs) I really don't think I'd be able to pull that one off. For a million dollars, I don't think I'd be capable. What's what's the fucking line from forgetting uh, Sarah Marshall? Uh, Yeah, dude, I don't. I don't think I have. I don't think I have the sexual competency to pull off a three-way. I'm 
that's not for me. Cuckoldry is not a three-way. Hold on. Yeah, no, no. You you are just having sex with a woman while her husband watches you. And gets off and, on the fact that yeah, you're doing cheer, it. Yeah, and cheers you on. That would be a struggle for me. <laughs> Fair. I know enough about myself. Fair. So. Goddamn. I think we have to go to the breakouts now, just because I don't know how much further down this cuckold well we want to go. <laughs> so, I think I made... I think this was in the quarantine cast. I made a comment about the beta for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and how it wasn't fun. Yes. And I want to take that back because it is fun. Oh. <laughs> I think they made, I think they like took out a zero and added a one or took out a one and added a zero or something uh, because the gameplay has just changed dramatically for me. It's like more fast paced. It feels a little bit more like uh, the original Black Ops with, like, some more modern elements. Like, I, I'm having a lot of fun playing this beta. And I'm considering buying Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which would be the first Call of Duty I bought in, like, nine years. Damn. So. What? Yeah. What makes it so good? I don't know. Like, it's just uh, the pacing is really well. The The gun mechanics feel really good. The score streaks feel good. The creative class system feels good. Progression feels good. I just, the game feels good. Maybe it's just nostalgia because it feels a little bit more like original Black Ops, which was my favorite video game for a long time when I was a kid. But just like, it, it makes me want to turn on my PlayStation and play it more because it's fun. Not because I'm trying to achieve anything or because I'm trying to form an opinion about it or anything like that. I just want to play it because I'm having a good time. I think that's all there is to it. It's just like a a good experience. So it's just the classic Call of Duty hook again. Or, well, like, you know, Call of Duty from, you know, what was that, like 2012? Yeah, classic yeah. Call of Duty. Black Ops 1 was 2010. Was it 2010? Yeah. Fuck, I'm old. Black Ops One's <laughs> 10 year anniversary, which I want to play it on the 10 year anniversary for a while, oh. is in uh, two weeks. Wow, wow, which is fucking insane, and yes, makes me feel very old. God, hmm. me. Well, you and I should play that together on the anniversary, and then I will see how much Black Ops Cold War actually feels like original Black Ops. But sure, yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking about buying it. I probably won't buy it at lunch or at lunch at launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm going to be busy with, like, cyberpunk and, like, figuring out how to turn on my PlayStation 5. And I probably won't have figured out a place to, like, fit it in my apartment by then. <laughs> but It is also I'll, going to be $70, it looks like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah that makes sense. Mm. Just Does it? Well, I just games mean, I, it makes sense because that's how much games are going to cost now. Is it, does it have campaign and shit? I haven't even looked. Yeah, at no, it, it it has campaign, it has zombies, it has all that shit. Got it. Well, I might do it too. Hmm. Especially if you're going for it. It'd be fun. Ryan, what are yeah. you checking out? I've been watching Fantasy High from Dimension 20. Oh. Humor uh, D&D show. It's really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Brennan Lee Mulligan is the the dungeon master, and he is just incredible. And all the cast is really funny. 
and it's all up on YouTube for for free. I do, so. I do have some more spreadsheet hell type projects coming up uh, this next week or two for work. Would would this be a good thing to listen to in the background or like uh, on a half screen while while doing that? I've tried it. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Personally, I I think you could try it, but I will say that like a lot of the subtlety and humor comes from paying very close attention and if you miss something then it won't make sense and you'll be like how did we get here okay so the unless it's like completely like you don't even have to focus on the other task at all and you can devote almost all of your energy towards the main show i've definitely taken to because i do that too with like a lot of stuff like podcasts especially Mm -hmm. on on like the back burner um i don't think this is as much of a back burner thing i usually will just sit down and watch that and then like if I have to, even if I have to like send a text message or something, I'll pause it. Oh, okay. That send the text so that I don't miss anything. And it is legitimately incredibly entertaining. <laughs> like the episodes are anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. And there's a ton of content. Like I'm through episode 14, and I want to say there's 20 episodes in the like first season. Um, it's it's just really fucking good. Brandon Lee, it's like pure improv. Brendan Lee Mulligan plays, because he's the dungeon master, you, he plays all the NPCs, mm. and he's just so fucking talented, <laughs> and so funny, and also, like, an incredible dungeon master. Like, I don't want to throw shade at uh, Spencer Crittenden, who is uh, Dan Harmon's dungeon master that he discovered during, the, like, his old podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but he fucking blows him out of the water. Like, he's oh. unbelievably good at being a dungeon master. And granted, Spencer Crittenden had to work with, like, Four people who had never really played seriously and were drunk all the time. <laughs> Whereas Brennan Lee Mulligan is playing with six, like, tr- well-trained improv comedians who uh, all know how to play, like, tabletop RPGs. So, it's it's a little unfair. It's not one-to-one, but Jesus Christ is Brennan unbelievable. And all the voices that he does for every character... And um, his best character is Bill Seacaster, who's just a pirate. <laughs> like, in a, the, the, con- the concept of the world is that it's like, what if there was like a modern high school, but it's like in D&D world? So like everyone has phones, but they call them like crystals. And like, <laughs> they go to a high school, but it's about adventuring. You learn how to be an adventurer, like stuff like that. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, like, but one of the, one of the character's dads is just a... F- fucking pirate and <laughs> brennan is unbelievably good and just being bill seacaster famous pirate it's a really C-caster. good pirate name yeah william seacaster so i don't know it's uh lucas i know you're a fan it might be worth checking out the first episode is pretty good mm. and then and it gives you a good intro to what the show's about it definitely hooked me immediately i was like i'm down for this and here I am, two weeks later, 14 whole episodes in, even though they're, like, basically feature-length movie. <laughs> Which I think is also a thing. I wonder if that's, like, a psychological thing. That, like, an hour-and-a-half YouTube video does not feel like watching, like, a movie on Netflix to me. Right. Like, it feels like a lot less of a commitment. Mm-hmm. Like, I have one open right now, and I'm 28 minutes in out of one an hour 41. So it's just a full-length feature movie but I, I like launched it with no hesitation just like yeah i'll watch this now. i mean i think 
I think the different headspace is that it's okay to pause a YouTube video, but if you pause a movie, what the fuck are you doing? You're not experiencing it right. Yeah, mm. that's fair. So, thank you for the recommendation. I, all right, yeah. just finally, it's a, it's fucking a time to dig into that. It's a massive commitment, so like, okay. you should check out the first cool. episode, and then if you're uh, iffy, yeah, it's a fuck ton of time. Gotta so. start making some lifestyle choices. Here we go, Derider. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm still playing Hades. Uh, God, I actually have a really fucking good build right now where I'm using the shield weapon. And what's really cool with that is that uh, your character can throw, like do a Captain America throw with the shield. And I have uh, the boon from the God of wine Dionysus on that uh, and that's called hangover and that's basically poison damage so I just like throw the shield at people and then they get poisoned and then I run away and then they just fucking die while they can't even touch me and it's amazing (laughs) and I'm really enjoying this game still still to this day I think I've done sings the praises I think I've attempted like 40, 40 some runs in this game um i can I, I can get to the final boss on pretty much every try now and yeah still really into it still cannot wait to see how all of this plays out um character writing still terrific uh i think i'm about to like either lock in a boyfriend or a girlfriend or both and i'm really looking forward to that dialogue you go yeah i do feel like i'm seeing more content about it it seems like it's starting to penetrate the cultural lexicon Mm. it's not just coming from you so that's how i know it's more than just (laughs) what you're into there is a lot of fan art for this going around that's not what i'm seeing okay i'm just talking about video game reviews and ads and uh, honest trailers coming into my YouTube recommendations or whatever. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not seeing any fucking Rule Thirty Four or anything. I mean, mm, I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've seen any Rule Thirty Four for this game. I have not sought any out, but I haven't seen any yet. There you go. Then again, there is just like a Rule Thirty Four within the game, so whatever. That's fair. The god of love, Aphrodite, is just a naked woman. And, like, yeah, fair. That's it. That That's accurate. That's just canon. Right? <laughs> that's just how it is. Yeah. yeah man. I saw that's the, like her thing. I saw the Hercules cartoon as a kid. This tracks. Hey, guys. So I, like, went through some of Greek mythology and, like... I don't want to like cancel it or anything, but like so much incest, <laughs> so much incest. Zeus is a swan half the time raping women. That's not cool. Can we cancel Zeus? How about we get our our very distinguished guest, misogyny's take? <laughs> what do you think, misogyny? Goose. Ah. <laughs> uh. I was gonna. I was worried about misogyny for a second there. I thought he had 
taken his own life <laughs> to avoid the ramifications of his prior actions. Mis- misogyny has his mind in many places as he's currently battling several lawsuits. <laughs> Misogyny mostly speaks in one-word sentences nowadays to uh, bite his fucking tongue, as he put it. I... <laughs> because he, if he opens his mouth for more than three seconds, something terrible comes out. I know the news that Harvey Weinstein is likely to die in prison hit you pretty hard, misogyny. <laughs> but you know what? It's just how it is. Misogyny, I know that, you know, like... You're a big fan of PT Cruisers and <laughs> never, was, never was really big on, uh, quote unquote, that bitch Gretchen Whitmer. But Oh, God. So, like, how, how are you feeling? I don't want to do this bit anymore. I don't even want to be <laughs> you volunteered. with the fucking... <laughs> you volunteered. The minute you brought it up, I was like, Andrew's going there. All right, here we go. Improv, baby. We got to roll with it. I don't know how to play this character anymore. You shouldn't have tried it then. <laughs> if the shoe fits, you gotta wear it. No. <laughs> All right. I think that will take us into the group chat. And whatever the fuck this is going to be without the boys. Um, I think Andrew and I can both agree. Packers. Yeah. Before that, though, Andrew and I can both agree. Most recent chapter of Chainsaw Man. Pretty great. I think yeah, I, I I would say it was pretty solid. Hmm. I think I have you on audio somewhere saying that, yeah, if they do this twist, that would be interesting. That would be actually good writing. So I think yeah, I think and, you're in a corner and on it this would one. be solid. And they mm. did it. So it was solid. Okay. I, I, I liked it. Uh, I, I liked you. where they took it. Um because they had set it up like 40 fucking issues ago you, and then never brought it back up. And we're like, hey, yeah, what about that thing that they said? Should that be a thing? And it was. I mean, it was preceded by five issues of literal nonsense. But, uh, yeah, pretty good. Fantastic. Um, Packers are bad. Well... <laughs> The, the Packers played poorly this game. Yeah, that's a take. Yeah, that yeah, means the, they're the bad Packers forever. Did, the, the Packers did not suddenly become bad. Ah, oh, it's our, our another new character. Uh, stereotypical Sp- Packers fan. <laughs> hey, stereotypical Packers fan. When will the Packers win again? Uh, I mean, once they finally put Rodgers out of his misery and let love hit the field. <laughs> I don't know if that's stereotypical. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, washed. Jordan Love, the future. Whack. <laughs> His foot stands, whack. The way he throws two interceptions in a game, whack. whack. The third the way, hip thrust, whack. The way he doesn't even get me that many fantasy points, whack. I mean, if Jordan they Love, let him, he's tight as fuck. If they had let Rodgers get that touchdown, you you would have been all right. That was bullshit. Right? Though. Can I just say yeah, that? Yeah, no, that, like, was, that was absolute garbage. He was not giving himself up. He was diving for the end zone, yeah. rather obviously. And then, if he was giving himself up, that's a bullshit late hit. Mm-hmm. Like, that defender hit him way after he hit the ground. Like, yeah. it wasn't so, even close. Well, so one, way one, or or the other. one way or another, they made the wrong call on that play. And, yeah, that was bullshit. And, like, yeah, we ended up scoring, so whatever. 
But and then with the second interception, uh, what's his name on the Bucks? He jumped like a full second early, and that's not really why Aaron Rodgers threw the interception. But they the refs didn't make that call, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, that was that was not a you need a replay to see it. That was oh he jumped free play and then throws an interception. You're like okay that's fine that was a free play, and then ten seconds later you realize that there was no flag on the play, and the drive is just over. Yeah, yeah. that was bad. Oh well, I there. I wanted us to take out Aaron Rodgers so much earlier. That's all I can say. Oh, yeah. now, By, he he got hit two or four. three times. After the game was already separated yeah. by four scores, I, I had that said was it. We were, we were down three scores. Aaron Rodgers came out, and I'm like, I guess I don't hate this, mm-hmm. but if we punt and the Bucks score again, even if it's a field goal, pull him. Like it's over. I would. There's just it was still the third quarter. I don't give a fuck. Like put someone else in. Like let's let's not because especially because Bakhtiari was hurt. Normally, if like we had a full strength line, I'd be like, whatever, go for it. But with Bakhtiari out. And like his blind side completely covered by Rick Wagner. I was Which, like, let's yeah. fucking move on. Yeah, okay. That that was also the wrong decision. Like, I know that most teams don't like completely reshuffling their offensive line. The Packers have already shown that they're okay with doing that, though. What they should have done is move Elton Jenkins to left tackle, move Lucas Patrick uh, from right guard back to left guard, move Billy Turner from right tackle to right guard and then put Rick Wagner in at right tackle. I, I don't know why they thought Rick and Wagner would be able to support the blindside tackle position. It just was not going to happen. Yep. And I, I know that I don't know how to run a football team the way that, uh, you know, the Packers leadership does, but still, come on. It's first grade, SpongeBob. Yeah. They like and again, like if the Packers were a team that have always said like, yeah, no, you you don't completely reshuffle the entire offensive line. Fine. But they've already done that twice this season. Yeah. We're dealing with uh, some shit. Yeah. It was just it was a bad game. I mean, hey, we had a couple of bad games last year and we still didn't make the super bowl yeah. so and we still never really stood a chance to make it to the super bowl let alone win it mm. i say gg was not gg was bg <laughs> i gg at you sir <laughs> or no no i gg sir to you gg at me sir i do not gg at you sir but i do but gg, I do GG sir. sir will the crowd be with me if i gg at him they will not God fucking damn it. Meanwhile, the Bears are on top of the division and we don't play them until week 12. <laughs> so they're just, we're basically not going to be able to prove that we're better for a long time. <laughs> I, as somebody currently living in Chicago, trust me when I say the Bears will find a way to fuck this up. The Bears are not a good team. Their <laughs> record is inflated, but so was ours last year, and mm, yeah. we never really came down. Like you know, we the, just ended at thirteen and three. <laughs> the the, Bear, the Bears won a couple of close games that they really shouldn't have, but you know we did that last year, exactly. and I defended us, so I can't really say <laughs> that the Bears are posers. So I did not defend us, so I can say that the Bears are posers. Like, <laughs> I, I said the whole time that we were a ten and six, eleven and five team, posing as a thirteen mm. and three dominant team. And got fucking exposed like I knew we would in the NFC Championship game. 
So I'm capable of saying that the Bears are posers, but that doesn't mean that they can't just win the division anyway. Like, <laughs> totally within the realm of possibility. So, yeah. I don't know. We've looked great. The Packers tend to do terrible uh, after bye weeks. I don't know why. And also, now that's our third really ugly loss in warm weather. Oh. We had, we had San Fran, uh, LA Chargers last year, and now Tampa this year, so... Potentially a thing. Maybe we're we're just a cold weather team. We'll find out. Yeah. So I've also noticed that other than the Eagles loss last year, the Packers don't just lose games. Yeah. They they either come from big. behind and make awesome like comeback wins or blowouts or just reverse blowouts and get just absolutely kidding. stomped. Mm. Yeah. I I think they. Um... I rarely give props to Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, but I think they were onto something that we definitely weren't utilizing pre-snap motion nearly as much as we usually do. Yeah. And I don't know if that was like... Well, uh, Ty- Tyler like, Irvin was gone, so I think... Tyler that... Irvin was gone, but we we did that with MVS a lot too. Like there, there was other players that we put into pre-snap motion and like Darius Shepard, now that he's our backup returner, could definitely fill that void. Like there's guys that we could have done that with and I counted it was like twice all game and usually it's like... 30 to 40 percent of snaps we have pre-snap motion going on so i don't i'm not sure if that was a game plan thing or if like you know they they thought that that was somehow going to make our pass pro even weaker but it, it felt weird it felt like that was what was really opening our offense up previously and then like the whole first two drives we were just eating the especially the first drive i think four straight passes we did like sh- shallow crossing routes that went for first downs and then we just kind of just fucking lost that after the one pick. Like Aaron Rodgers stopped doing the the shallow cross the middle routes. I think I think he got shell shocked with the two picks in a row, and then it was just game over from there on out. Mm-hmm. So, yikes! It, yeah, we can really lost to that game. And our run D was what we thought it was. <laughs> yeah, no, the... even with Kenny Clark back. Yeah, I mean, it still was what we thought it was. Yeah. Oh God, we've been exposed. Yeah. I mean, with all pro wide receiver Alan Lazard out, I mean, <laughs> what, what we didn't stand a chance. Yeah. I mean, really, what can you expect when you're missing all pro wide receiver? I mean, uh, the Texans Alan lost. Lazard. The Texans lost without DeAndre Hopkins, and we <laughs> lost without Alan Lazard. It's yeah. it's the same concept. And I mean, the Bucks were missing Vita Vea. Come on, <laughs> and and Mike Evans playing at eighty percent. Like, who are those scrubs? You know, dude, we didn't have Kevin King. Come Jesus. on. What were you? Yeah, like, come We should have just seeded the game. We should have forfeited, like. We shouldn't even have gone to Tampa. It's a COVID risk. We should stay where it's safe in Green yeah, Bay. In Wisconsin. <laughs> Which has, I think, 10 of the top 20 highest city uh, COVID rates in the entire world, not just the U.S. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I may have said this before, but someone posted a graph of all 32 NFL teams in the county that their stadiums reside and, like, the percentage of COVID cases per, like, 1,000 residents. And Green Bay was, it was, like, 10 times higher than the next high, like, the closest team. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Wisconsin is just, 
just a shithole. Oh. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it. Like, Wisconsin's a shithole. Shithole countries. Mm. Yeah, no, it, it, you know how they say, like, uh, California could cede from the Union and, like, support itself based on its economy? Wisconsin could cede itself from the Union and support itself based on the number of COVID cases. <laughs> Is that how that works? <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. It was a rough one, mm. but we're ready. As as Bill Belichick would say, we're on to Houston. My only... Also, the Vikings fucking got demolished by an 0-5 team, so you know? Oh. Yeah, it happens. Uh, well, it happens, but also, like, <laughs> lol Vikings. <laughs> my, only, my only contribution is that Tom Brady was a weird non-entity in this game, kind of. He threw two, he threw two yeah, touchdowns. I, like, I kind of disagree. Eh. I feel like he was great. Yeah, he... I mean, he... All of his throws were to, like, you know, receivers that had at least two to five yards of separation, so. Which is... A couple of great throws to Gronk, I will say, that were very vintage, like, old-style Patriots. Yeah, that's that's what it looked like. I thought... I haven't seen that much of him this year, but from what I've seen, this looked like his best game of the year. I mean, you, you can tell Brady has finally worn down Bruce Arians and said, yeah, that offense you want to run with tons of deep passes... I'm not going to do that. We're going to throw to Gronk and white wide receivers running through mm. the slot. Yeah. Mm. Hey, it's your cousin, Alan Brady. You know that new offense you were looking for? Well, well listen to this. this. Checks. Yeah. Checks down to 36-year-old Deshaun McCoy. God damn it. All right, is that it? I think that's it. We We will do do a clap clap sync sync and then go to the wind down. Ready. I am showing. Oh, God. 12, 11. Uh, Wow. What? 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 Andrew, what? Are you drunk, Andrew? What? There we go. Go. Thank you all so much for listening to episode 117 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. If you like what you heard, you can actually physically like this episode, as well as comment, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, all that good stuff. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast for updates. Send us your questions or business opportunities to our email, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Check us out on Patreon and join the terrific likes of... Tiffany Cole, Sensual Richard Nixon, and Sucky Badger. Uh, also be sure to follow me on Twitter at LucasDerider for a bunch of good stuff. And we plugged it before, but we're doing it again. We have an Instagram. Andrew, why should they follow it? Because it's good. You'll laugh. And this world is fucking terrible. And any uh, ounce of laughter you can get out of it is worth it. And we'll follow you, too. We, we will follow anyone that follows us right now until we are big enough where we don't have to do that. That is this hustle. All right. I think that's it. Thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy your week. Quarantine cast coming tomorrow. Any, any parting words from either of you fine gentlemen? Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks, family. Not Family Feud. What show was that? The Price is Right. Thanks, Price is Right. Bob Barker. <sighs> Loves him on Happy Gilmore. This is Bob Barker, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.